can't remember how to do this. I think it goes as something along the line of, hello, dear viewer and listener, and welcome to a bird cat wonderland. We are now a 100% row-free zone. So if anybody here is allergic to fat-faced toads, you are welcome back. And I've also, Josh, I've also unbanned... I didn't mute myself, though, have I? For fuck's sake. I've also unbanned uh, Daytac LBC and about 30 other people. <laughs> Could get tasty. <laughs> it's all going to go wrong. How are you, Josh? You're, you're looking resplendent in that, um, that Tom, you said Tom Hanks, Tom Selleck, Magnum yes. style moustache. It's, it's a thing of beauty. Thank you. Uh, I, I've kept it, to be honest, because the chat box said that they hated it so much and we ended up winning the FA Cup final with me having it in place. So I can only assume it is a lucky moustache and I've got to keep it until we lose. Uh, I actually started the um, that set the YouTube bit up an hour ago. So most of these people have been sat there for a bloody hour moaning about why we aren't starting. There's uh, Archie and Luke and Julian and Don and Archie and Ray and Arsenal fan circle. I can never remember his name. Is it Ray? I think his main name might be Ray. There's Luke and uh, Don and uh, Stan the Man was in there. There's loads. Everyone's in there. And I said, the reason why we were starting uh, so late is because uh, you're having a poo. That's that's not the reason, but I can now understand why I'm getting such directed uh, messages in the chat box about do I own a B-Day and questions like that. But no, um, I wasn't having a poo. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. I just wanted to do half eight. Oh, Loki, breaking information. Uh, I went out of a fat-faced toad himself. Well, there you go. That's, uh, and uh, Winston says, good evening. Or we're not say evening anymore, do we? No. No. Um, no. There's, well, there's barely any Spaniards left now. Did so Jimmy say He just checked the Facebook. Bloody hell. I didn't think anybody looked at the Facebook. Yeah, well, we don't check the like Facebook. A, it's, like, it's like a ghost town, right, Phil? Yeah, so uh, we are here to... You're here to talk sense about the Rouse and Yelly situation. I'm here to make pointless comments and pretend that I know what's going on. I have no idea. Josh, tell the beautiful listeners what's going on. I mean, you've done a lot of research. I'll say that. Uh, I haven't done as much, I would say. But yeah, Rouse and Yehi, uh, the Arsenal Twitter announced... Well, we should say via a gerbil that I can only assume gets his uh, information from being um, from hiding inside one of the orifices of a board member, because that's the only way they could have known that Sanya he was going. But yeah, uh, he has been well. He didn't say relieved of his duties. They didn't say left by mutual consent. They didn't say sacked. Doesn't seem to be one of the the fifty five. So yeah, well, he's not here anymore. He's gone. Um, it, there's some, well, I'm sure we'll go into some of the tinfoil hat theories, but we only oh, launched a, uh, we only launched an investigation a couple of days ago into the Pepe signing and yesterday, yesterday, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so the big man got the fuck out of Dodge as soon as the investigation started. That's the, uh, <laughs> you know, you don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to think mm, something could be afoot here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not a guilty man that, uh, <laughs> that doesn't go that quickly after they they do some investigation into uh, one of the most high-profile signings we have made in a very long time. But yes, um, the man himself has said it was COVID that has caused this problem, which when I first saw it, you know what? Edu's role is, he is what? Uh, technical director 
And I've made a list here of every single person yeah. on the club. He was hired in Edu, July 2019, technical director, Josh. You were yeah, technical director. And then Raul Sanyehi was head of football? Raul Sanyeli was hired on November 2017 as head of football after 14 glorious years at Barcelona, where <laughs> he did absolutely nothing wrong. No shady deals, nothing. Yeah, Although, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, it's a bit, you know, what's the difference between a head of football and a technical director in terms of their roles and responsibilities? It seems very, very similar to me. So it almost looks like, you know what? don't really need it Raul now anyway because we've got Edu in place and you know another keep my tinfoil hat on uh, you know if Keir Yoprahan or whatever however you say it is fully integrated into the club now don't need Raul Sanyehi we've got Keir and Edu to run the club for us you certainly do I got a lot of the information from the magnificent Le Grove Pedro he did a fantastic blog on it and at the beginning of the blog he links to a blog that he did yesterday about some of the shitty deals that we've done he links to another blog from uh, a little while back, it links to another blog about signing the De Boer twins. I think he bowled me for a googly there. I wasn't sure what's going on. And then I spent the next hour and a half um, um, copying and pasting, looking and, and yahooing until I was nearly blue in the face. And, uh, yeah, it seems Vinay is the man who is going to save us. And this all goes back to the summer. Um, this summer, July 2020, Tim Lewis, who is a corporate lawyer and a gooner, in as a non-executive director. He was, he's a good friend of the Cronkies and one of the few people he trusts. And he said, oi, Tim, do us a favour, Treacle, come in here, have a little delve. So Tim went round all the indiv- individual departments at Arsenal and went, oi, you, uh, I want a receipt for that, um, that those pens that you've got. You, that, that bin that you've got, I want to know where you got it from. That fruit machine, as that... Uh, what's going on with that and then he went on to Raoul and then the Raoul uh, there's a paper trail you've been up to some um some shenanigans Raoul um I'm gonna do an official investigate Raoul 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 oh Raoul's gone and that was I think in the film version where Tom Cruise will play Raoul Signelli I think that's how it's gonna play out I think it's something like that where he came into his office and went Raoul Raoul and Raoul's just you know busy doing something and all you can hear is the whirring of a shredder in the background (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so no brown envelopes here sir purely clean and white ones no no yeah. nothing stan, dodgy going here stan's got it Vinay now sits upon the iron throne <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so um where do we go from here do you do you think it is going to come out in the wash that raul has done some shady deals because um again Legrove, go and look at his stuff he has his own podcast I, i'm i'm not plagiarizing him i'm telling you that's where i read it he was saying that yeah, I think it was all a bluff and nonsense from Raul going, I'll come in, I'll get you the right things, I'll get you the right players. And it turns out that he, he knows nothing about what he's doing and he was just relying on um, super agents, getting in bed with them, getting the hot water bottle, hot, hot cocoa, getting in bed with them and then getting us to uh, buy some of their players because uh, some of the players that we have signed, it's uh, Cedric Suarez and David Luiz are both part of Kia Drabchin's company, Sports Invest UK. That's facts. And uh, Sports Invest UK represented Arsenal's Alex Iwobi in a £35 million move to Everton. I mean, was he worth £35 million, Josh? Yeah, of course. No, he was worth more. <laughs> every uh, penny of it. He was worth penny, £35 million, Every like Pepe. penny of his homegrownness yeah. <laughs> went and tweaked and added a zero to exactly how much he was worth. <laughs> and we would. do you need to sit down when I tell you that 
Drabjin's, uh, I'm going to call him Kia. Kia's company yeah. also uh, represent Philip Coutinho and Willian. Are you shocked to hear that news? Well, knock me down. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised, you know. It's, it's one of those, though, that in terms of, he doesn't represent shit players, though, does he? In terms well, of Kia. I mean, if he brings us the next Tevez and Mascherano, I'm not going to shout too much. I was uh, looking into that. They did a yeah. 10-year deal with my Brazilian club, Corinthians. Mm. And they. I think they, at one point on the Wikipedia, it said Corinthians made no money from some of the sales of their best players because when yeah. Tevez and Mascarene um, signed for West Ham under very dubious circumstances, mm. they got a hell of a lot of money. And then he moved them on again. Then they moved on again. But Corinthians are sitting there thinking, hold on a second, uh, we've sold all these brilliant players and we've not really made any money out of it. Go check the Wikipedia for that. I can't remember what it said, but... Linked also to lots of other super agents and some of their their top players. And it, see, we, we said for years, didn't we, Wenger? What was it Wenger used to say about the super agents? I thought he said they were evil, weren't they? And unnecessary or like a parasite on the transfer market, I think would have been. He probably said it more eloquently than that as well. He probably did. And he's probably right because uh, that, that mm. seems to be what it is. Let's see, have a look at what some of the people are saying in, in, the, in the chat box. Uh, <laughs> Stan, Rao had it away on his chubby little toes. <laughs> um, here we go. Ray is saying, uh, I think the man is investigating it just came in. Yeah, he did. He came in in July. Oh, Jimmy wants to know, on a scale of 1 to 10, how dirty do you think the club has been? <sighs> Underhanded, dirty, shady deals? We, we obviously don't know because we, we're not no. in the know. But if we had to have a, a, a guess, I'd, I'd say it's... Uh, Looking at the Pepe deal alone, I'm going to have to say a seven. Yeah, I think I think there's been certain ones that have looked a bit a bit suspect. I think Pepe's transfer fee is one that's very very suspect. Yeah, some of the other ones are a bit. I don't know. There's some things going around that seem a bit odd. Um, I think in terms of the signings we've done in the last six months, I don't think. You know, none of those are, are like ra- waving red flags. I thought the Pablo Mari deal and the Cedric deal were very, both very shrewd pieces of investment. Getting those, getting those players in because Arteta wanted them. So yeah, what's about you? What is a but in French? Is that goal or is that goal. assist? Boot. Oh. Boot is okay. a goal. Uh, Pepe last season for um, Lille 38 games in the league 22 goals 11 assists of those 22 goals nine were penalties mm-hmm. and the season before that 13 goals six assists now a player like that how much do you reckon he would have been worth coming from a farmers league where they've only got one decent team one and a half I would, have, farmers listening. Honest, I would have said about 50 million the terms of the teams that were involved because at the time it was you know Barcelona were in for him uh Real Madrid were linked, PSG were linked. And I think it just shows how outrageous the fee was that we paid for him, so that even PSG went, oh, that's a bit steep. You you know, that should have been the first warning sign. Um, But that's what's kind of come out in uh, the Mirrors article about, you know, breaking the news. Sorry, I should say, we're we're raising a load of articles and none of them were Simon Collins's one. But, um, yeah. Did you read Simon's one? I know I retweeted it, but I haven't read it. Oh, uh, Simon. I mean, we know who, get, who gets all his information from now. It's now Carl. Turns out Carl was the one that broke the news. But our Carl? Oh, Carl, yeah. Oh, what did Carl do? 
I just told us in the WhatsApp group, just asked uh, Simon, he's like, does he know anything about Raul leaving? He said, no. Yes. And then I it happens. And then a few minutes oh, later, yes. Was sacks. We have an honoured guest watching the football gerbil. Gerb's Ooh. got a gerb. We uh, we give high praise to the gerbil at the beginning of the show because they give all the information. I didn't uh, I said he was stored up someone's ass. Yeah, Daniel Brazil says the 10 million on top of the 72 million for Pepe, we got taken to the cleaners big time. Now, when we bought Pepe, I thought Ooh. it's going to be one of those things like Dortmund goes out and buys a really brilliant youngster and then with the hope of selling on to Real Madrid or Barcelona for Ooh. twice what they paid for him, like they did with Dembele. That's the yeah. kind of thing. But have you seen anything from Pepe that is, means we're even going to get close to our money back if he was ever to leave? Because I, I, I love Pepe. He's fantastic. Yeah. I love watching him. I've never been down on him at all, but I just like I like the fact that he's, he's good. And he's, he's taken a while to settle in. But I mean, he's shown his class, hasn't he, with those two free kicks and the number of goals that he's done and... And stuff like that, but we're never going to get seventy-two million pound back for him, are we? Not not now, due to uh, everyone being skinned. Yeah, I think COVID was the biggest problem for us at this time. But next season, who knows? I think there's still going to be big transfer fees floating around. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I think at the moment it's going to be very clever. Um, yeah, very clever in terms of what deals occur and don't occur this year. Whilst we've got to try and pay back that money from. TV deal, you know, they've got to pay back, I think, next season. Why have we got to pay money back? Because we didn't do the fixtures as Sky said or something. Everybody's got to do it in the Premier League. How much so they got didn't... back each? I Is it say game million. they did wrong? I think it's something like 100 million. We only got, got 30 million. only got 30 million for finishing eighth. Yeah, that was for the Premier League. It was the yeah. TV rights thingy that's massive. It's like that three hundred million pound contract. They want a third of it back for last season. Turn the fuck off. Season. Do what but I yeah. do when Sky ring me. Turn the fuck off. <laughs> you're not having anything. I'm not interested. Yeah. And then tell them you're going to go to Virgin. That <laughs> usually works for me. <laughs> Same. If you're really desperate, go to um. What's that one with that fat northern bloke? Talk talk. No. That's it. Plus net. Plus net, that's the one. Tell me you're going to go that's to plus net. You get it yeah. for fifty quid. Uh, Ray Anderson makes a point here again. He says, uh, yeah. "That's why I don't understand why they paid five million for an injured Cedric when his fee when he was free in the summer." So the things like that do make you wonder. They say, "Well, we we didn't really need you. We could have got by without you. If you want to join us in the summer on a free transfer, then yeah. But why are we? Did we pay a five million pound loan fee for a player that only has six months left on his contract? Does Depends it- if we covered his wages or not in that time." I, I think, think did. I think that's one of those. I don't think necessarily you did because you didn't have the wage budget. This is Loki's yeah. put RM has just finished playing. Uh, for we don't have to. The deal is to give less in the next three years instead. Oh yeah, so Archie Archie has covered the uh, TV deal. Yeah, I knew they were doing something about it, and I thought we had to pay it back. But they've obviously agreed that they're going to do it. Like when you get a tax rebate, you can sometimes just not pay as much tax next year. Where's he put that? It is in the chat. He, it's a couple before he oh, says yeah. that I'm wrong. Which is yeah, fair do, enough. Do, I've heard nothing about it. At least you've heard something about it. Uh, yeah, Loki's put RM have just finished paying for Overmars. Uh, I think he means Barcelona, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> uh, so uh, if it awaited to the summer, Kia wouldn't have been paid. Would oh here we go Avon Avon straight in with a tin foil hat. Yeah. If we'd have waited to the summer, Kia wouldn't have been paid, would he? That's a very good point. That's um. 
that's probably why they did it then because uh, he's not going to get a, tran- um, a cut of the transfer fee if he's going to go on a free transfer, is he? Oh, yeah, Loki's. Uh, no, they'll get agents. Oh, the agents will get money for free deals as well because they're still brokering a move, aren't they? Mm, so yeah. yeah. So now that um, that Fat Rao's gone, do you think we're still yeah. going to be in for Coutinho, the player that nobody wants? Uh, I don't know. Don't know on that one uh, if we're going to get Coutinho or not. I'm not entirely sure if we should go for him. Um, but it looks like we're changing the way that we're going about our business as well. Mm. Uh, I think the stripping back, I think the scouting team was more of, it was a very bloated department and we've just streamlined it. This isn't, a, now that Raul is gone, I think that's given everybody uh, a bit of an idea that if they thought previously that this meant was because we were going only to use agents and, you know, using Raul's Rolodex to uh, pick the next names. I think this was more about Edu, uh, you know, streamlining the department. Sven has said we needed to streamline the department as well. So I think we're just doing that, really. If I was watching us, Josh, I'd say you two twats have come on here and you're not giving us any information because you're not going to do, Josh. What's that? I'm going to to give them some information. You were talking about the scouting and who's gone. I've not heard anyone go through all this lot. I have actually gone and researched this myself. November 2019, we let go. Steve Morrow, he was the head of youth scouting. Dave Lee, he was the head um, under 16 to seniors scout. Kevin Bedell, under 16s to under 23 scout. Dan Rice, under 12s to under 16s scout. Joe Sutton, under 9s to under 12s scout. Jay Leffy, he also went. And then recently, Brian McDermott, ex-Arsenal player, Reading manager for all, came back to the club as a scout. He was gone in August. Uh, this recently, he's one of the um, the 55, I think. Pete yeah. Clark, out as a UK Head of UK recruitment. Francis Casio was the head of the head of recruitment. And uh, as we said, Rao was out as head of football. This list here, I have got so many people that have gone out. Plus, you add into that um, Jason in May, Jason Rosen, Ros, Rosenfield, Rosenfeld, the bloke who came to us with Stats DNA. He's gone and joined Wenger at whatever he's doing at FIFA. So Chips Keswick is out as chairman and not being replaced by anybody. Um, we had a couple of people come in in February. You had Lee Heron in as talent ID department and Steve Brown working underneath him in the talent ID department. Then we had all of um, the Arteta's people. Oh, not Arteta. I'm going to keep doing this forever. All of Emery's people are, have gone mm-hmm. as well. And then uh, we had it in, in July. And I won't go all the way back to July, but that is, like you were saying, we had a very bloated youth system, um, youth scout mm-hmm. system and, and young player system. Too many people, wasn't it? I know people are going mad yeah. about it, but but you don't really need that anymore, do you? That's what a lot of um, no. There's so say. many, um, you know. There's so many kind of un like. There's no unknown players anymore. I think is the best way to kind of describe it. It's not like Wenger can, you know, anyone that goes to Claire Fontaine now, they're already at big clubs. You know, Wenger could kind of sneak in and pluck one of them out of the youth academy. There's a uh, Oh, I've seen Jimmy H's message to you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, let's move on from that, Jimmy. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, but in terms of, yeah, I, I'm not sure that we can really see that, yeah, you, a 12-year-old kid now has, one, already got an agent, probably, if they're good enough, and secondly, are already at someone's academy. 
you know, if you're good enough at that age. And, um, you know, even like Eddie and Ketia, you know, we took him from Chelsea, didn't we? Yeah. After they kind of chucked him out. So, yeah, I think there's there's so many things from that that you can kind of read into or not agreed into that a lot of this, you'll also now have analytics data on, you know, and I wouldn't expect us to not have recordings of our players on how they're doing in most levels of our youth academy. So we can utilize that data, just utilize analytics more. It's like any business. Now they're going away from the analog and it's more digital with the way that they're finding or doing anything. And yeah, just making sure everything's down with scouting numbers. I think we've seen from the COVID thing, everything could be done from home now. So if you've got someone there at the game videoing it, taking notes, there's only one person, they put it on a database, everybody can go and use it. I mean, you wouldn't to go too far. I mean, look at the way that football manager, the game, the way they have all their scouting system. They have people at every single club all over the world sending in all the stuff. And most of the time, it's pretty damn accurate, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you only... Re- well, let's just put it this way. I kind of expect the way that we work now is Arteta says... I need a, I don't know, this is an example, left-footed centre-back that can do this, that, and whatever, and start for us every week. You know, I don't want him to block this player or, you know, uh, or, you know, Pablo Mari's there to uh, cover for him so he could get away with someone younger. Um, goes to the stats guys. The stats guys go and pull up a short list of three or four players. And then you then get the scouts to do that. It's not like the scouts are now coming back to, you know, their chief scout and say, hey, I spotted this kid over there at some some game. You know, do you want to go and have a look at him? Because chances are we've already got him in the database. That's mm. the whole point of Stats DNA is we bought a database full of players. Um, we can continue adding to it. Again, I think it was, um, who was the guy that found Fabregas? Caggio. Yeah, uh, people saying he was the one that, yeah, he was the one that discovered Gabriel Martinelli. Well, what the fuck was he doing at a fourth division Brazilian side watching them play? You know, that no one's doing scouting like that anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. He was clearly went out there because somebody said, "This kid's putting in some crazy numbers. Do you want to go and have a look at him?" That's the difference. No one's discovering talent anymore. It's all in a database, and it's just getting the best people to extract the numbers. Jimmy H has made a point here. He says, question for later, which we'll we'll do now. Um, People slag off Josh Kroenke and Stan Kroenke, or Kroenke, whichever way you want it. Clearly they smell a rat and they set in the cat to find something within 48 hours. Rao is gone. So is Stan finally doing a good job for the club? Good question. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think since they took full ownership, uh, full control of the club, they've been doing great things for us, to be honest. Uh, I haven't really seen them put a foot wrong. They've given at least everybody a chance. Let's put it that way. They gave Emery a chance. Emery fucked up. We'd all agree with that. He got fired. You know, Raul, they gave him a chance. But you know what? Edu came in and went, this isn't that right. Arteta's probably come in and said, you know, this is not that. Hang on. This wouldn't have happened at City. Um, so, yeah. I think, again, that's why he sent someone in and he's having a look. And clearly, we've seen something happen here with Raul. Um, He's blamed it on COVID. Who knows? Who knows? Archie wants to know, why do they unblock people? 
because I believe in giving people a fourth or fifth chance. <laughs> I think he's referring to Sammy Sizzle saying nonce watcher, as because someone said earlier, didn't they? Um, got, got an eye on them, on the people. Yeah, you got all the people that what, look at the kids, yeah. <laughs> um, right. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Ian Barron. Hi, everyone. Watching. It is my 46th birthday today. Well, if it really is, happy birthday, Baron. My family are Baron. Um, Sean's uncle, Philip. Is a baron from North London. That makes him sound posh, doesn't it? He's a <laughs> he's a dirty Tottenham fan. They all are. They're all scumbags. Uh, lovely people, but uh, yeah. Someone else is uh, saying the bloke from Stats DNA left. You know, we said that uh, he left, but it doesn't take a genius to use the soft <laughs> Stats DNA software. <laughs> exactly, yeah, it's a database. I'm looking for, and, and yeah. you're probably going to find it. Yeah, exactly. This was more of a guy bringing in analytics into our side rather than anything else. Yes. Sammy Sizzle has explained himself. He says, sorry, I didn't mean about good old Danny boy, though. <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> oh, and Archie's given a little lull. So that's he's given it a full lol. Um, has anybody got any questions about any of the stuff? We're only going to go for another five minutes. Keep these short and sweet. Um, uh, that's PK. Uh, we said oh, we'd do one on Willian at some point, didn't we? Uh, we are going to do, do one we are we're having an official ABW meeting tomorrow night. We have got some good shit planned, and we're just going to go over it. And uh, now we don't we don't ban people, sizzle. We only ban them if they constantly call us cunts. And so, uh, as long as you don't do that, you'll probably be all right. You can call us morons, but we're not overly fond of the c word. Uh, what's this? Um, O'Malley has put about PK. Has PK offered to leave Barcelona? He did in his post-match uh, interview. Does that he was saying if he needs to leave? Go yeah, on. I think he said if he needed to leave, uh, he would happily leave uh, because of their performance last night, which, to be fair, he should have retired a couple of seasons ago. But, uh, yeah, it's they were also they were all terrible yesterday, and it was hilarious to watch, and it was the least they deserved. Oh, I could give nine of them a zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, did you watch yeah, the game? Oh, I did. I did watch the whole game. It was I don't amazing. Watch the games, but I, I was in the kitchen and it went. I was doing something in the kitchen and then it went. Oh goal! I went fucking hell. Then I went in my bedroom. I was mm. in a buckler. I could see the telly and it's screaming another goal and then another one. <laughs> I thought either my my feet, my my, my official uh, my 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 um. I can't remember what it's called. Subscription to BT Sports because I paid them the full amount of money. Anyway, uh, yeah, a few people. Rude Boy has put there. Oh, he's got um slash from um. Guns and Roses on there. Oh, cool. It was English. He says, uh, but that's what? It's from Stoke. Hey, up. He says, doesn't <laughs> Keeler represent Edu? Pretty sure he does. Quite a few people have said that. If he, he does, does, then he does. They have a good re- relationship from, well, Corinthians, surprise, surprise, because obviously Edu was um, t- uh, director of football for them. So, yeah, he does know Kia, and Kia knows him. But I don't think he's going to be trying to get him a move to another club because there's no money involved, is there? So he's uh, no. probably, maybe he was a mate of his from, like you were saying, the Corinthians days. Yeah. Oh, Loki says, uh, William, worth 40 million over three years. We'll cover this when we do the William pod, mm. which is going to be, I think uh, you're doing it. Um, I might be doing it. Or somebody else might be doing it, but you're definitely doing it. So we'll, we'll cover mm. that when it comes to the thing. But there's a... Uh, Oh yeah, Julian just confirming that he did. Uh, yeah, any points, any questions, people, before we go? This Archie's asked short. one. Archie's Ooh. asked a question. He says, "Has Abamyang signed, Josh?" Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, know. <laughs> you can make it up. 
has Aubameyang signed? Yes. yes I he have. Signs. I've he had signed for us. Carl told us. He did. He, it was the word from the underground that uh, apparently uh, apparently Aubameyang has uh, yeah signed his new deal. He did it on the Northern Line. Uh, yeah, that, that's where it all happened, and Carl saw it on CCTV. Uh, oh, the Barons put something. He says, uh, I just want my club to get a bit of publicity. We hit rock bottom when we had nothing, when we were bankrupt. Who could that be? Uh, Darlington FC, I think is what he said. Oh, Darlington. They've come back. They Didn't they reform and put a number at the end of their name? And they've got back um, up no, uh, quite a few number of league. Oh, the Pyramid. I think that's them. Uh, yeah, Kemal wants to know is Kia on the payroll? I Doubt think uh, I think Legrove refers. It says in one of the, one of the blogs that I was reading of his that he wouldn't be surprised if uh, Kia has his own room somewhere in the Emirates with, uh, <laughs> with uh, if his name on the door because he's he was that entwined in shit that was going on. He might be as a consultant or something, but I wouldn't well, say officially. Payroll, for, but yeah. As brought up of that, thank you for this, Gerbil. Whoever you are, have you discussed the coming the appointment of a certain Arsenal legend onto the board? Do you know who that is? Well, as far as I know, uh, it was David O'Leary because to be sure. he, was, he was blocked by um, Raul. Raul hmm. was the man that didn't want him on the board. Uh, Raul's now gone, so I can only assume it will be David O'Leary. Uh, I don't think it's Dennis Burkamp at all because yeah. Too much uh, to yeah. Offer the yeah, exactly. I think it's too much off to offer on the pitch. I think he still wants to work with players and you don't really do that in the board. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think it's Burkamp at all, uh, chat box. I would be more surprised. Uh, well, it, it's almost certain, I would say, that it's David O'Leary, bearing in mind they tried to put him on the board last season. Mm, I have uh, David O'Leary, 722 <laughs> games for Arsenal, one of the greatest centre-backs ever to grace our beautiful club. And a lot of fans don't like him. And I didn't know why this was. It happened years ago when he was manager of Leeds. I think they beat us and stopped us winning the title and he celebrated. Well, he was manager of Leeds. Of course he's going to fucking celebrate. I have nothing but love for David O'Leary. What do you think about him? Was he a bit beyond your time? He is very much beyond my time. I was trying to explain this earlier in a um, little WhatsApp chat that I think if you are under the age of 30, maybe 35 you don't really know who david o'leary is from an arsenal point of view you know him as the leeds manager um, mm. but yeah as you say he's the same kind of level as what same era as steve bolds pre tony no, adam he's the that. he's actually yeah. born in london but then his mm. parents moved back to ireland so he is the irish tony adams just think mm. of it like that brilliant for the republic of ireland magnificent for arsenal and steve bowl was the one that took over from him and was partnered uh tony adams but he, tony adams would probably say he's the david o'leary is the man that made him who he is as a as a player but no magnificent magnificent for arsenal um is he on the side of the emirates as well o'leary is he one of those players i would hope so I've not I had think a look. So. I think because it's uh, Rocky's one of them. I think it's, it's Charlie George. I think there's I loads of them. They're all arm in arm. That one. Yeah, that. The arm in arm one. Oh, you definitely yeah, be about on that. Four, one about four or five players up on the side of the Emirates. Is he one of those? I think they go all the way around the Emirates, don't they? Arm in arm in arm. No? I don't think so. No, I no. thought it was just... Never looked. 
Just imagine they would do. Here you go, our very own Richard wants to know, does the sacking of Don show that Josh Cronkey is taking a more active role, thus removing the absentee, absent owner tag? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure on it. Yeah, I think so. I'm not really sure on that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think he has. Uh, yeah, O'Leary is up there. Sorry. He's oh, next to... Uh, he's on the same side as Perez. Radford, Someone put this in there. Are you looking? I'm looking on the uh, Google ah. Images. And I can't work out who the other one is because uh, I can't read the name. So number two for us. This is Mayo. It might be Mayo or Hale. Oh, that'd be George Mayo. There we go. There you go. Right, uh, Ian Barron, more information. Does anybody remember an old Arsenal winger called Neil Heaney? Yes, I do. I do remember him. He was uh, dark hair, about five foot eight, played for Arsenal, uh, the youths in the early 90s, and uh, never really made it. And I think he's saying that because he ended up doing something for Darlington. Uh, what else is on here? What else have people putting on here? Uh, no, that's no good. Uh, Thoughts about links to Aurora? Uh, don't want him. Can't say his name. Uh, so you say Uar Uar. That's how you say it. Uar. So uh, Ellis and uh, Nick will be fine with that. Yep. I am as well because I'm from the West Coast. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What a great question to end the show on. Jimmy H. <laughs> Between Raul and Kia's to the nearest million, how much do you think they have taken out of the club? 20. I'm going to say all of it because we've got no fucking money <laughs> anymore, have we? It's true. Yeah, I reckon about 20. If they're saying that uh, Raul took about 10 million out of the Pepe deal, we'll see. Bloody hell. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go, people. That's our thoughts on the Raul Signelli thing. Um, we have given you some information. So if you didn't see the beginning of the show or the middle of the show, they were the good bits. They're where we had actual information on the comings and goings at the club, um, the coaches and the staff and all those other bits. So, um, yeah, rewind to that bit because the towards the end of it, there was nothing. Uh, and about a third of the way through, there was nothing. We just uh, flimflammed. Oh, here we yeah. go. People having some guests. Peter Ackers says 35 million. Um, Crunal says 35.6 million. I think you know too much there, Crunal, if you put in the decimal point. And uh, Loki, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, so we're going to do some shows. Um, after we've had our meeting tomorrow, we're going to plan some stuff. Carl has got a really interesting show coming up with him and Drew and Femi. That's one they're going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. We will be doing one every time we sign a player. So we're trying to get Chris to pull his finger out and get one done for uh, or is it Serge Aurier then? Bloody William. hell, we want that at the club. No, William Saliba. Big Willie. Oh, we signed two Willies. This is a club full of Willies. We've got Willian <laughs> and we've got William Saliba. So we're going to do shows on both of those two. Again, this is going to be about half an hour. Just our thoughts on it. We're going to try and keep you up to date with some other stuff. We're, uh, yes, there's... Um, Oh, Yvonne is there. She says bye. That's uh, is that your first message, Yvonne? And you come in to say goodbye. Ah, oh, story of my life. So uh <laughs> big Sam Allardyce for the Barca job. <laughs> uh here we go. Phil says, uh, not sure I've learned anything, but always good to see you, Danny, and the young Steve Wright. <laughs> Steve Wright in the afternoon. What better way to end the show, Josh? Thank you very much for for um, clinching your poo and joining us a little bit sooner than you meant to, Josh. It's been a, it's been nothing but if not educational. Yeah, my my bowels have 
acquiesced to your request to appear on this podcast. You can't ask for more than that. So uh, there you go. Go back and listen to the good bits. There was some, not all of it, but that's why we're here. We're not here to inform. We're here to entertain. Josh, do you want to give it some jazz hands as I end the show? Uh, no. Fair enough. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.